Grand evening, my love bugs. It's 7.56 p.m. Today is Wednesday, November 30th. And this is going to be part two of the story of Meret Aten Tashret. Um, and just continuing from where we picked off. I mean, left off at. I'm not going to hold you. I really. <laughs> I don't remember where we left off. I think we left off somewhere where, like, um, they were just, like, explaining the different people that lived in the community. Um, one of the twin sisters passed away. Her husband healed in his own different kind of way. He didn't really want to just be high and shit like that off the blue lotus. He went and, like, slayed two lions. So, I like that because it kind of showed, like, um, divine masculine, your strength, especially back in the day, you feel me? I don't know. It's like, over time, society tried to make, like, divine masculine seem, like, weak or they can't do anything or, you know, bum, lazy, all that kind of stuff. Not everybody, but, like, that was a reminder, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is how y'all supposed to be. This is how y'all used to be. Like, getting that energy, you know what I'm saying? I like that. He's like, man, I'm so pissed off. My girl's gone. Like, I'm about to go. I gotta go take this anger out. I gotta slay two lines. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you as I'm spreading the cards and kind of like just talking to y'all right now. I see um, it's being brought up again. Like, yeah, they used to slay like big cats big lions, hyenas, and shit like that as a way not only to, like, in the colder regions or when it was getting colder, not only to have, like, rugs and, you know, garments and, like, robes and stuff like that, but also, like, as a sign of strength or as a, also as, like, a way to, like, heal their mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts. So, somewhere in this tomb, in Maret... Aten's tomb, this is written to show men how strong you guys are. Damn, and I just see a bunch of animals just like slayed. Like he used to, they used to bring like a couple, like a little satchel that would kind of like hang off their back. Or I don't know if it's a satchel or what it's called, but it kind of like hang on their back like a satchel and they'll have like a bunch of knives in there. And they just start pulling out the knives and like they're really skilled at like throwing knives and they just throw the knife and it's like one to take them down then two and then when the lion falls or the big cat falls it's like they'll run up on it and like finish stabbing it out facts and it's like in modern times they try to like put a lot of their strongest people in prisons in mental institutions try to make you guys seem like you're special lead or you're just like not filthy but it's like this is the real strength it's like they'll try to break down your mind try to make you and there's nothing against gay people but you know i always mention that there's an agenda so i'm seeing that like shit even the you feel me like the gods didn't um none of the cultures that i've that i'm from or that i've ever studied had anything against gay people it's like if you're two-spirited is what they call them in native cultures if you're two-spirited you're just two-spirited but it's like they weren't feminine you know what i'm saying it's like they were still two-spirited they still might have liked the same sex but they can still go out there and slay a fucking lion if they need to you feel me what i'm saying so it's like yeah pay attention to the agendas going on in modern day time now i'm kind of mentioning what i'm seeing in the cards a little bit but before i go on too much i kind of wanted to um point out something that i noticed over me doing these readings and like um, the other day I stayed up and I couldn't sleep. I was like up to like five in the morning or something like that. Because it's like it's snowing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like 
snow is beautiful i like to look at snow but i kind of just kind of like went into this little trance and was just like stand up and then it's like okay i couldn't sleep so i was like okay um fuck it let me just like scroll and see what i see on tiktok it's been a minute man this world is very um you can tell it's like some biblical shit happening meaning and the reason i say biblical shit even though i don't really believe in the bible it's like some of the stuff that they mentioned in the bible is happening now where you seen um certain countries the animals the animals will let you know it's the end times as well um or like the returning of the christ and like i told you guys i don't believe in like jesus christ but it's like christ consciousness so i feel like everybody's having this mass awakening uh, mass awakening and you can notice in certain places the goats you can look it up yourself the goats or like the animals like that are walking in circles for like 10 days straight nobody understands why or what started it but the goats are like in herds or just walking in circles endlessly for like days it's crazy um i do see a lot of um major companies falling like i think i seen that amazon and other like high tech companies like that like um biotechnology tech companies things like that they're doing mass firings like they're firing a lot of people out of nowhere um i seen this lady warning like there's different prophets that um can prophesize different things but i seen a couple people talking about how like the lady had a dream and she's like okay you guys i know you might be getting your checks or you might be getting money or you might have some money um everybody's like oh go spend it for christmas never like don't spend your money and i'm not saying don't get your kids something you can get them a little something something but like this kind of like a time where it's like soon i mentioned the war before you feel me but this is around a time where it's like would you rather go and cash out on something and be flashy right now or if you're noticing that everything is crashing like literally in seattle seattle is a tech-based place there's a lot of tech companies there's like boeing and amazon and all different types of shit like that and it's like with all these techie places um i think it i think when i seen the article the other day it said like 10 percent of these companies or 15 percent of these companies are letting people off like mass layoffs and it's like i know the reason that recently in the last few years that seattle like doubled in population is because people were moving around from everywhere to come and work at these tech companies so it's like now that these people are being laid off mass layoffs it's like damn what's happening you know so pay attention to that when it comes to these holidays i'm not saying don't get your kids these fucking presents and shit like that but like don't cash out bro it's not that fucking serious because it's like if we are going into like a quote-unquote great depression or it is a time where you need to hold on to your money i kind of told you what this war is about to be you know what i'm saying but it's like if it is getting to that time save your money bro save your bread you know what i'm saying like even some of the major companies the ceos and founders of these companies are telling people not to buy this shit like i think it was jeff bezos and if, isn't he like the amazon dude he's like um don't go buy no new refrigerators or no car or nothing big where it's like you gotta really invest money into shit like that you know what i'm saying like you gotta kind of spend big money for big things like I think the latest little refrigerator shit is like that little, it's like a smart refrigerator or some shit. You can touch your screen and see what's in your fucking fridge. I don't know why people be wanting to buy shit like that. Like, just 
open up your fridge and see what's in the fucking fridge, dog. But, you know what I'm saying? People just buying smart TVs, smartphones. I mean, you know, like, all this smart shit, but it's just like a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of money for it. Even the CEOs of these companies are telling you guys not to buy this. Like, brand new cars, all this kind of stuff for, like, the holidays because it's like, something's happening so just pay attention to that you know what i'm saying pay attention to the animals mainly um and look it up if you don't believe me there's like different places different countries where the animals just start walking in circles animals that don't even really um it's not like they don't believe in herds but they're like they don't do that it's kind of like you can tell the animals are in a trance too so just pay attention to that kind of shit bro i just felt like i should mention that um Again, before I start off fully, fully again, I'm going to pause it and then we're going to start the story. But, like, um, shout out to everybody listening to my shit, bro. I'm not going to hold you. Today when I woke up, I got this little email from Spotify. And they were like, um, it's been like a year. It's like an anniversary, like a year since I really um, started this whole podcast and all that kind of shit. And, like, bro, they were... You feel me? I had to give myself a little pat on the back because I'm, I've really been putting in some work. Like, they were giving me some stats and it made me very proud. Like, out of um, some of the stats I can remember off the top of my dome was, like, um, I had, like, 24 countries. Like, people in 24 different countries um, listen to my shit. So, everybody besides the United States, obviously, that's, like, where 75% of my um, listeners are. But all the other 24 countries, like, shout out to y'all. If I can remember correctly, some some people are, like, in New Zealand. Some people are in Australia. Shout out to y'all. I'm not even going to hold you. I would be like, oh, yeah, I'll come visit. Like, nah, bro. Y'all got some big-ass bugs out there in Australia and shit. Your bat is, like, the size of my kid. The spiders are, like, ridiculous. They're, like, dog sizes and shit. But it's like, you know, I love you from over here. You feel me? But, like, shout out to you guys. The U.K., um, shout out to that because that was filthy. I was like, oh shit. Like, I knew I had some of y'all, but it's like when they really gave me the stats after like this whole year, I was very proud of myself. They showed me like out of all the podcasts that Spotify represents and that they have out there, it's like when it comes to spirituality and religion based podcasts, I'm in like, I have like 99% more listeners than the other people would do so I was like oh you feel me oh it showed me some of my um some of my top episodes and honestly one of them is like something about the Anunnaki gods and stuff like that the other top two was um rest in peace Stephen Carr I think it's Stephen Carr or Stephen Carr so if his family's listening my bad it's really hard to pronounce y'all name and I know you told me before but I'm like I can't remember if it's Stephen Carr or Stephen Kerr because how it's spelled Stephen K-E-R-R um rest in peace his two episodes part one and part two is on my top three listen to episodes of all time out of all the episodes that I ever posted he made number one spot, and then Anunnaki Guys was, like, number two. And then he also made the number three spot with his part two episode. So, shout out to you guys. And just shout out to him. Rest in peace. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I was just really proud. I was like, okay, cool. That's what's up. Like, you know? Um, But I was a little... I was, I'm not going to hold you. I was a little shocked. Like, how many countries listen to me? How much this is really getting now? So, yeah. I respect that, and I love you guys, and I really appreciate your support. So, boom. 
saying all that to say we got all the little news and stuff out the way i just want you guys to really pay attention to what's going on in the world so you guys can be warned and you're not going out there and being like oh i'm about to get my baby a fucking brand new car like you know just kind of pay attention to what's going on especially if you already got a whip like bro you know what i'm saying if you ain't got one then like just be wise about it make sure you get the best deal or something like that but just pay attention because the world is like really crashing right now and everybody kept i was scrolling everybody's like jesus is coming he's coming I'm like, bro, he's it's not gonna be a blue eye baby Jesus coming out the sky, bro. But this awakening is coming. People gonna realize what's going on for real. I feel like. Um, and lastly, before I leave, I went down this rabbit hole on fucking TikTok, and they were talking about cloning. And that we was looking at like some of the celebrities are cloned, bro. That shit was creepy too. Look into that, cause I was like, I was looking into it, and it's like for me. And I know there's other people like that out here, too. I can read cards. I can read scrying, candle, candle eggs, water, tea leaves, coffee, you know, dice. I don't, it don't matter. I can read a lot of different things as far as being, like, a psychic or being, like, a reader. But there's also some people that can read, like, palms and face. Bro, if you're a reader of any sort and you can read, like, faces, because I can do that, too. I can get a picture or I can see them on a video or something and read faces read energy off that pick up energy off those type of things too or actually like break it down and see if this is the same person or not dog if you don't know what i'm talking about look into that face readings bro britney spears ain't britney spears it's like a clone there was a show that i'm about to watch tonight when i'm done with this it's called it's a movie actually it's called the island and like um it's kind of about what kind of rabbit hole I kind of went into how like there's a little government thing that like they clone people and like um and like these are these are who we be seeing on stages and shit and there was like a little a little video on fucking TikTok too and somebody was at like a Lady Gaga concert or something like that or something and like they try to throw something on stage you know how your fans be throwing their draws and shit on stage or whatever they try to throw something but it like bounced off this like hieroglyph like in certain lighting they thought it was her really performing it wasn't she wasn't even on stage there's certain like um i don't remember if it was heidi klum or giselle but it was one of the um models that was like yeah um I, I it's there's so much for me to do in a day i got six clones and like she was standing next to her six clones and it's like right there you know what i'm saying like uh eminem like you know i don't know where he at but it's like he's been cloned these little and it's like it, i don't know how to explain it you guys there's like interviews and shit where you can look at it and you can tell like hold on bro like eminem sharp like what happened to the real eminem i thought like i might do episodes in that but I'm not going to hold you. I might have to wait to do those when I got some weed because that's going to fuck me up. <laughs> and right now I ain't smoking. So I'm like, look, um, we'll probably do some episodes and find out about this real cloning. Like Gucci clone, um, Dave Chappelle cloned, Kodak Black cloned, Britney Spears cloned, Eminem cloned, shit like that. And when they be having little glitches on the little interviews little glitches like on live television and shit like that it'd be the clone kevin hart got an interview when he's like yeah i'm clone and he was dead ass serious he's like yeah they'll, they'll clone me and like 
that's how I'm able to get all this shit done at once. Because there's a one point in time where he had like six stand-ups come out at like back-to-back. It's like, damn, how'd you do all that? And he was doing this, and he was doing that. He's like, yeah, I got like three clones. And he was dead-ass serious about it. So like, passage to that, watch the movie The Island, I believe it's called. It's just like, I feel like, bro, the, 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 the quote-unquote end of times is already here. But this whole Christ consciousness coming back... I feel like it's everybody waking up and realizing, like, the world we really live in. Like, you feel me? Like, <laughs> this is what's really happening. That shit kind of freaked me out. I'm like, oh, that's creepy, bro. That's kind of lightweight creepy. Like, that they're so realistic that you can really be having an interview with them. Or you're at a concert and you're thinking this is really this artist on stage and it's really a hologram. Or it's like a clone. And if you remember when I was breaking down the different... Um, celestial beings or quote-unquote aliens I was telling you that the tall grays and the small grays there's the ones that like clone people right so I think that's what I was talking about I didn't really understand what that meant but kind of that's what I'm talking about right there when I was like oh cloning I didn't I said it like in that in that moment I was saying it and doing the episodes but I wasn't really comprehending what I was saying until like I seen what I was seeing and it's like I went down a little rabbit hole. So I need y'all to go check that out. So anyways, I noticed like these past couple of days, some of the stuff I've been doing readings on is like, even though these are, these are lessons and shit like that from the ancient Egyptian on these ancient tombs and temples that they want us to know about. It's like, since we didn't know about it, we keep repeating the time. You know how I talk about like, king solomon and all these demons and shit like that these are all demons you gotta understand if it's a soulless being it's a demon if it's a clone it's a demon if it's somebody that has one of the seven deadly sins the seven deadly sins i broke it down on demonology and entire babble that's a demon you feel me what i'm saying so when i was talking about these um maret aten um basically like casting away demons these type of things greed uh, lust, gluttony, shit like that. Some of those are, you know, some of the things she was going through versus just, like, evil, like, exorcist shit. Like, some of these type of things are, like, literally demons, too. So, it's like, you gotta pay attention to that. People that will sell their soul for anything and fame, all that, let them clone them and all that kind of shit, that's, like, that's a demon now walking around. Because now you got a soulless version of you walking around that somebody else can control to do anything. I think even the motherfucker Joe Biden was... Um, a clone, nigga, that shit was crazy to me, I was like, damn, so yeah, just pay attention to that, bro, but I feel like, like, the reason that the gods had me start off with the plagues, and then, like, the rebuilding of everything, because it's like, um, I feel like that's kind of the time period we're in now, um, I'm gonna pause it, and I'm gonna pick it back up, and then we're gonna start. Yeah, so basically, I'm trying to explain to you guys, like, pay attention to what the fuck is really going on around us, because I feel like some of the shit is like, oh, yeah, that's a cool lesson, oh, that's what's up, that's dope, and okay, I can learn that and apply that to my kids, but, like, going back to, like, the 12th dynasty in Egypt, I feel like the guys had me start there, because this is the type of shit we were going through, and like I said, I don't feel like they're going to plague us all with, like, locusts and killing the first son and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't... Like I said, that is just a certain set of plagues. But 
that they experienced, but I feel like we're still there. You feel what I'm saying? Like, look at monkeypox, and then look at the 10 plagues, and it's like they had boils, and then look at monkeypox, you feel me? Look at our ancestors back in the day when when um, these colonizers came over and gave them smallpox, boils. You see what I'm saying? It's like, just pay attention to that kind of shit. Um, what else? What can I compare it to that I'm trying to explain to you guys? Um... I think I seen on one of the news that, like, there's a certain little beetle, stink bug or something like that, that'll go around and eat your crops, too. And it's like, oh, we noticed that in Washington and different other places. And you can't really exterminate them. You can't really do this. You can't really do that. They kind of look like cicadas. It's something like that, too, okay? It's like, it's still happening, but it's it's probably not happening um, to everybody all at once. But certain places got certain things, Um you know, one of the plays can literally be the stock market and, and everybody crashing and all the, 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 the businesses and shit like that, too. And like, all plagues are not going to look like how the 10 plays look. Just pay attention to how things are going, though. The animals tell you. You feel me? The animals marching around like that, they're trying to tell you guys something's going on. They can feel energies and vibrations as well. So, yeah. Like, shit's really going down. And it's like, I've been telling you all this for a minute, but it's like, I really need you to see it for yourself. And even if you don't have a TikTok or not, just fucking look it up. I'm pretty sure there's an article. Just because it's a video on TikTok or YouTube don't mean there's not an article you can read about farmers talking about they don't know why their goats and shit are just walking in circles for like 10 plus days. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's famine. There's uh, natural disasters all happening at once. In one place... I think in Hawaii somewhere, there's a an active volcano happening right now. They ain't even warning these people that the volcano is really, like, they don't even got them act, uh, evacuating. They're just like, oh, let's see if it really turns up before we try to get them to act, uh, evacuate. Like, nigga, I'm not about to wait till it get hella bad for me to tell everybody to get the fuck out of here. Why don't you just have everybody leave? And if it ain't that bad, they can come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, pay attention to that kind of shit, too. There's tornadoes happening. Out here, it's like a snowstorm. You know what I'm saying? There's, like, all types of shit happening all at once. Like, Mother Earth is kind of, like, purging herself, cleansing herself. So, I feel like I'm not going to hold you. We're kind of, like, energy-wise in the 12th Dynasty. And and it's like everything's cleansing itself, and we're going to have to start over again. So, I feel like that's why the gods have me, like, doing these temple readings. So, it's like, as you guys are listening, y'all can know kind of, like, hope like there is hope to rebuild you know things will get back in order again um i do feel like because it's been a man's world for so long the reason why they're showing me and telling me about these um i guess forgotten queens forgotten pharaoh um female pharaohs and stuff of egypt because um the females are going to be having to step up and like run things because obviously um and there's nothing against masculines but we see how masculines run countries. You feel me what I'm saying? So now it's like moving forward, I feel like females is going to start running countries and not just any old karmic ass bitch, but like a divine feminine. Divine females are going to be the ones sitting down running countries, coming up with agreements and like moving forward and things like that. So I feel like this all, if you really pay attention to what I'm saying, bigger than just like, oh, that's a cool story. Oh, she can read hieroglyphs. Like, listen to what the fuck I'm saying. Because I was listening to it, and then later on that night, 
I'm looking at this shit, and I'm like, oh, bro, like, we're here. Like, oh, shit, this is it. Like, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so just pay attention and, like, see things with your third eye. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, bro. But anyways. <laughs> okay. So, let's pause it here, and let's pick back up with um, the rest of the story and then move forward. But I think I finally figured out why they are giving this information to me. Peace. Hold on. I thought, look, I thought I was going to be able to... Hold on. Hold on. I swear I love you guys. Thank you for listening. But, like, hold on, bro. (laughs) I thought I was done. The last thing, the last thing right now, the last thing um, that I also noticed, because I almost skipped over this and forgot, and this was one of the main things I wanted to tell you guys about. Fuck Balenciaga. I mean, you feel me? I ain't got no Balenciaga shit, because I don't give a fuck about brands. Half these brands could give a fuck about black people native people anybody that looks like me you feel me but really fuck balenciaga because they're like their latest ads and shit like that that i seen they took it down from their website but if you look on tiktok and other places like that people have screenshotted what was up there before they removed it because they start to get backlash they're showing you guys actively that um they're into child pornography and like child sex trafficking and shit like that they had the little kids um like kid models and shit wearing Balenciaga and they had them holding little teddy bears with like BDSM um shit on like little decorations and shit in the background they got like um dark satanic worship and shit they got candles like a ritualistic thing they got like a bunch of shit in the background when like certain child sex laws was passed in certain places where it's okay for you know I said in California I think and there's nothing against the LGBT community, but I said pay attention to what you're um, saying that you stand for. Because every time they add a fucking letter, sometimes it's for this type of shit, this pedophilia shit. And one of the letters that they added in Cali, it's like the right for older people to be like, yeah, in my mind, I feel like a 13-year-old. So my 56-year-old ass can date this 15, 15-year-old or 13-year-old because this is what I feel like. And that's like a type of sexuality or some fucking bullshit like that, you know? Like an agenda. So pay attention to that. Um, but yeah, Balenciaga's like supporting that shit. And I believe Kanye West, like he, it's it's both. And, I, and it's crazy because I used to rock Adidas. I like Adidas. You know what I'm saying? I like Adidas and Pumas. But like I fucks with Pumas now more. I don't really fuck with them. And that's just for now unless they do some fuck shit. But I don't fuck with Adidas no more because I see that um, Adidas and Balenciaga has got this branding thing that they're doing together. And this is the little child pornography, little shit, and all that kind of stuff. It's really fucking weird. Um, and I see that Kanye, or Ye, or whatever he calls himself now, he dropped out of it. And they, like, since he dropped out of it, he's speaking out against it. They, like, try to put holds on his account for, like, $75 million, like, hold all his money because they're mad they're trying to make him broke and shit like that so he's speaking out he's seeing all this kind of shit and they trying to like crucify him and shit and make him seem like a bad person but in reality he's exposing them you feel me he's exposing all the shit that they're doing 
you know, the fact that Kim is trying to have her daughter wear this shit, Kim K, his ex-wife and all that, she's, like, supporting it. You know, there's a lot of weirdos supporting this shit. Even for y'all, I'm like, oh, yeah, I listen to Madonna. I listen to her old songs, like, like A Virgin and I Want You and a little old school Madonna, you feel me? I remember Madonna when she used to date Pac, like, she used to date Tupac. That's the Madonna I know. If you look at this bitch now, she looks like an inflated sick brat doll and she does this weird shit and it's like a weird ad that she made for Balenciaga too so paying attention to that kind of shit there's like weird sex traffic and shit like right in our face like if you really see it it's all it's just done like the world is just done bro um there's a little fucking cartoon or like a little ch- children movie out right now. And if you got Disney Plus, don't let your kids watch this. This is why I'm really like old school. My kid watches some old school ass shit. Um, like I'll tell y'all like, oh, he's watching Hey Arnold. He's watching Rugrats, shit like that, whatever. Bro, there's this, it's called like this, the Christmases or the Santa Clauses or something about Santa Claus. I can't remember the name of it, but it's something about Santa Claus, and it's like a it's, a, it's a, it's not a cartoon, it's a little movie with a bunch of kids, and they come out and they spell I love you Satan on there, so just pay attention to what the fuck they're trying to do to y'all kids, they're trying to like, hey y'all kids, you're not paying attention, you're just letting your kids watch these shits, and it's like, this is what they're watching, it's subliminals, you let your kids wear Balenciaga, or other people walking around still wearing Balenciaga, this is what you're promoting, you know, I see a lot of rappers and a lot of other people saying fuck them, burning their shit, kind of how they were doing with, like, Nike, or I don't remember what they were doing, what they were burning before, but all that shit. Pay attention to all that shit, bro, because it's really the end times, and basically what I'm seeing is, like, it's kind of like the 12th, di- the 12th dynasty where everybody was just tripping. Back in those days, it was like, okay, slavery versus like classism and if in a way if you really break it down it's kind of still classism right now but the only thing is it's like me or you we just like the average you know anybody that is not a part of the elites they're the masses so i don't give a fuck if you're a rapper and you got millions of dollars you're still the masses like somebody on welfare somebody you know getting food stamps and stuff why section a and shit why because you're not part of the elitist group where you know about the agendas and shit like that you know what i'm saying so it's like um it's still it's still like slavery it's just mental slavery you don't think that you're in chains and shit but your your brain is mentally chained your brain is mentally like subdued and things like that so I feel like the whole point of the um, Christ coming back and all that, it's not somebody floating out the sky with blonde hair and blue eyes. It's literally like everybody waking the fuck up and realizing even the people that are not listening to me or not listening to other readers and other prophets and other people, you know, there's like Rashad Jamal and his following. Even people that's not listening to people like that trying to wake up the consciousness. Everybody else that's outside of that is like, they're, that's everybody going to wake up at once. And what I feel like is that's what's going to really start the war. Because it's going to be like, oh, hell no. Like, what you got us doing? You know? Woo, do, woo, do, woo. That's what I feel like is going to start the war. Like, the mass awakening. I feel like they're trying to keep that from happening by making people feel like no matter how much I work, no matter how much I went to school, I always got to suffer and struggle. And like I said, 
no, you don't. There's more of us than it is of them. Go take over the fucking company. Like, nigga, it's the fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just what it is. I already predicted the shit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to it. But that is what's to come after this mass awakening is war. That's just, that's it. And I feel like save your money because at the end of the day, everything's about to be free for all real soon. So you're going to feel real stupid if you, you feel me? You, you, I mean, you can always get more money, but you're going to feel real dumb if you went and cashed out on a fucking smart refrigerator just to put more money in this motherfucker's pocket when you're going to end up taking your money back out this motherfucker's pocket during the war anyway. So, I mean, do what you got to do. Do it, you know, float your boat and help you sleep at night. But at the end of the day, this is the time that we're in. We're in the 12th dynasty. I'm not saying like we're time traveling or nothing, but if you don't know where you come from, if you don't know the past, you can't correct what you're going through in the present and you can't change the future. You feel me what I'm saying? So that's why the guys have been having me um, push these out there so you guys can understand. So I feel like now on this story, why it's all so peaceful and it's like, oh, you know, like, oh, the females are finally able to be females. And like, oh, they ain't have to work if they ain't want to. You know, they could just be cool, you know. They're not bums, but it's like, you know, like, everything's just easy. Everything, like, you know, everything's already set up for them. It's because this is, like, what's to come. But it's like, go back and listen to that 12th Dynasty one, too, and see if you understand what I'm saying. All right. I ain't going to pause it no more, but we just going to move forward because I'm like, I feel like that was everything I had to get out. Yeah, the clones, the companies, the animals, uh the fucking weird ass agendas with these people all that kind of shit so boom divine masculine in order to build up your strength agility and stuff y'all used to go around hunting wolves hyenas coyotes jaguars lions and tigers and bears on my like you guys would make your own weapons you guys are like blacksmiths and shit like that where you would like heat it up and like carve it and then like sharpen it and shit and go out and make your own shit. I'm not gonna hold you. Y'all was hunting down snakes and shit. Like, you know, not just people, but like actual snakes, like anacondas and shit. Like, you gotta remember these animals back in the day were way bigger than they are now. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it too. For my listeners out there in Australia, I know y'all be seeing them kangaroos and shit. I seen some videos of them people, them people walking, uh, driving and shit, and they see two kangaroos boxing and shit. You see how big a fucking kangaroo is, bro? Imagine back in the day it was bigger than that. You gotta think about that. They were bigger than that. They're hella big, hella buff. Imagine somebody taking out one of those or a couple of those. They'll fight you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how strong you gotta be, bro? You know how strong you gotta be to fight one of these things? It's like y'all wasn't really taking down elephants and shit because it's like those are not, they're easily able to be tamed. But the lions and shit, you guys was like fighting lions, walking alongside of them, making them your fucking pet cat. Like, you know? And if they didn't want to be your pet cat, then you would um, take them and make them, you know, a fucking robe. Like, shit, fuck it. I'm about to make a robe out of this. You can sew this? Yeah? Okay, cool. This how shit really was back in the day. Yeah, because it's like, it healed your mental problems. It's like, wait, I see where her husband in particular, when it's talking about the encryptions that was on the tomb, talking about um, her sister's husband and how strong he was, he felt like he was going mentally insane. Like, all he wanted to do was stay in bed. He was depressed. She kept bringing him the little fucking blue lotus shit. 
you know, they got little nurses and shit, like, it's okay, like, bro, it's okay, and he's, like, he's going through some shit, because he's depressed, he don't want to get out of bed, man, he's, like, fuck it, like, one day, he's just, like, I'm over this shit, like, fuck that blue lotus tincture, bro, it's cool, it works, but at the same time, I'm tired of just being in the house high, tripping, so he followed the spirit, he went out there, made his own tool, and he went out there and slayed a couple lions, two of them, and was just, like, fuck this shit, bro, yeah, because I see, like, oh, I see. When he lost her, not only did he lose his girl, but, like, she was also pregnant. And, like, I remember she was um with her twin sister. This is not the daughters of Maret Aten. These are the sisters of her. So they're, like, you know, they're all grown and older and shit, and they got their own kids and stuff. But, like, they were pregnant and with, like, their second child or something like that. And this is when she was going out to get water from the Nile River to, like, do her oils and, and spiritual oils and things like that to make with her twin sister. She was going out there with that, and she was carrying back stuff and, like, the shit bitter. Yeah, so that, like, that broke his spirit because it's like, damn, not only did he lose his wife, but he also lost their baby that she was currently pregnant with. Yep, facts. So this is why this is mentioned in either the scrolls or on the actual tomb itself because it's like a, a, a thing of strength. And when he came back, he could have like brought back the meat for the lions because he killed two of them. When he came when he came back, he could have brought back the meat and they could have been like, damn, we ain't never had no lion meat before, you feel me? But it's like after that, he starts to walk around and like wear the robes. So everybody knew like he had a lion head on him. You know, draped across his shoulder and shit. You know? Y'all be seeing, like, Coming to America in a movie with Eddie Murphy where, like, the dad had, like, a lion draped across his shoulder and shit. Mm-hmm. This is where it started. Facts. That's filthy. Like, it's cool if you can catch a snake. It's cool if you can catch a wild hare. But, like, not too many people was going around slaying lions by themselves. He didn't go out there with nobody else. He went out there by himself. Yeah. Not even a hyena, not even a pack of hyenas can really do that. Cause it's like the lion, you seen Lion King shit, they'll they be scared of that nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? No, he went out there by himself, brought a couple knives. I see he could have brought about four or five knives and took down two lions. Grown male lions, not a fucking cub, not a female lion, two male lions. Like that's the leader of the whole pack. Facts. Listen to what I'm saying and how strong you are. And after that, he was like, man, I'm good. Like, he had outfits and shit made. Like, he was like, I'm good. <laughs> he had a rug and shit made. Facts. Because he really, that's like how much he showed, like, how much he loved his woman. Like, that's what got his mind right. Because it's like that shit fucked him up. Yeah. He could have stayed in the bed getting weaker and depressed and sick. Because all he doing is being high all the time. He could have turned into a loser. So sometimes the men was like, man, I don't want to get high, bro. I'm not trying to hear no fucking frequency music. You know, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that and don't heal it. But they're like, man, that's some, he was like, man, that's some female shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's like, this is how some of the divine masculines are back in the day. He's like, man, I'm about to go hunt these motherfuckers. I see in this village, nobody did that before. This nigga had the skull of what he did. He like skinned it, ate the meat, had everybody eat the meat and shit like that. And it's like, um, had the seamstress and the, the females that made clothes, made clothes for him and shit. And they skinned and cleaned the bones and put the bones in this nigga's tomb. And it was like on his own tomb along with his gold and stuff. You know, I say sometimes they'll kill a lion and like mummify it. That's a pack of men going out there and doing that. He went by himself. So he has a lion head in his, uh, 
He got like a, a, a skull of a lion in his shit, two of them. And this is why. They could have called him the Lion King. I'm not going to hold you. He could have knighted himself and was like, nigga, what the fuck are you talking about? He went out there with a little bag and he just left. And was just like gone. Everybody's like, where's he at? He came back and he was able to tell them a story of how it happened. And they wrote it down. After that, hella females wanted to marry him. I'm not gonna hold you. Hell, if he most wanted to like marry him, he could have made more women, uh, more kids after that, like concubines after he like healed and shit like that. Because like I said, men can marry again because it's the whole purpose of like making more kids. Once it's a woman, she can't marry again. Yeah, I see. He could have not really wanted to marry them, but he had a lot of concubines after that, and he just made more kids because he's like, fuck it. Like if I'm this strong, I want more strong boys. Yeah, facts. Facts. This is something in the yeah. They don't know how to read this in the tombs I'm seeing. They don't know what this means. They could have said something about him. I don't know who he is right now. This is just other people in the community. But I know it has to do with Marette Aten's twin sister that died. They don't know how to read it, so they could have felt like in the fucking hieroglyphs. They could have thought it meant something about segment and like judgment or something about a pregnant woman but no that's not what it means yeah they don't understand how to read it and or this is this could be on multiple tombs like this could be on Maret Aten's temple and then like also on this man's temple I see his hasn't even been opened yet his hasn't been opened yet so nobody opened his quite yet but even on her temple they don't know how to read it they might think that it means like, oh, they had lions during this time. Nigga, they always had lions. You know what I'm saying? So they just don't know how to read this shit, bro. Yeah, facts. Mm. Um, what else? Yeah, that's deep. I'm saying normally it would take like a lot of them. Like it would take normally like ten men to take down a lion. Normally, and like they would also bring like bait. Like they would have like. Like, when they would go traveling, they're like, okay, we're about to go to the part of the land that has these lions. They would bring, like, a little cow or a little goat or something. So, it's like, we're going to release that. When we get close enough, it's going to be chasing that, and then we run behind it. And it's like, sometimes it'll turn around, eat, like, two of them. Some of them come back injured and shit, and it's like, finally, we killed it. This nigga went by itself and killed more than one. You feel me? Facts. Yeah, they're like, damn, what's in his DNA? Like, what's in his blood? So all the females wanted him after this. Facts. Yeah, they was teaching stories about him and shit like that. They were like, this nigga slayed more than one. They ain't know where he went. They just woke up one day and he was just gone. They're like, what happened? Like, the little nurses and shit was like, oh, I was about to bring him to Blue Lotus and he's just out of here. He didn't show up to work today? They're going around, they got all the men lining up, like, no, that's not him. None of these people are him. Like, where's he at? You know, yeah, he came back like, nigga, I was at war. <laughs> he could have also brought back more than just a lion. He could have killed one of them wild baboons. If you know, or you look into the Nature Planet channel, whatever that shit's called. I used to watch the Animal, animal Planet channel, whatever it's called, when I was a kid. I, I was very interested in, like, the strength of, in different types of animals. My baboons can kill you, too. They're very aggressive. He could have killed a wild baboon as well. He brought that shit back, too. They was like, God damn, nigga. 
yeah, they was like, he was just fucking shit up. But this helped him heal, like, the disaster. That's powerful. Yeah, facts. Facts, facts, facts. That's filthy. These kids was like, I ain't never eat a lion before. <laughs> These people ain't never eat a lion before. Like, they always killed it and just mummified it to put in a tomb to uh, resemble strength. They never ate it before, bro. It's the first time they ever ate it because it was like, I ain't do this to mummify this shit. I did it because like, he needed to spark some fire back into his life because he felt like he got a little weak. He's like, man, I'm slipping on my game. Like, I was strong and shit. You know, he had to remember who the fuck he was. He felt like he was losing his mind because he was just always high and shit. He lost his soon-to-be baby and his wife and shit. Like, yeah. Facts. I'm going to pause it here. Yeah, it's telling me that, um, remember how I said before I was, like, for murder, I tend in the last story, not the last one I posted, but the last one right before this, I said that when she was four years old, they took her in, and, um, and, like, the mom had two twin daughters after that, and I was, like, when she turned, like, 15, she wanted to go, um, and kind of, like, be like King Solomon and be traveling and stuff, and she, her mom was like, yeah, you can go, but you gotta find your own lover, and I was, like, even though her sister was four years younger than them, so, like, 11 years old, um, ever since, like, nine years old, like, they was, like, okay, since they was, like, three, three through nine, she been, like, these twins was kind of taking a liking to certain boys, um, this is why he felt so, like, he felt so, you know, heartbroken without her, because it's, like, I don't know how old they were when she passed, but it's, like, bro, since three years old, in diapers or however the fuck they used to walk around like we used to be kind of like playing around each other and shit like that they grew up together since nine the parents was like okay boom like my child like takes a liking to your kid you got a noble warrior this is a noble warrior family and like she was a princess so it's like from nine years old they knew when they were older they were destined to be married and it's like of course Maret um attend was like the next female pharaoh but these are princesses so it's still an honor to marry a princess you feel me so like they knew from like nine years old they were going to be married and be together they get older they have kids and shit like that so it's like by the time they're on their second kid however old they are she passes away and shit like that from going by the water and getting bit so that's why i was fucking them up so much because it's like bro we really grew up together type shit yeah i see um he also was, like, really good at being a fisherman, and he felt like, he also blamed himself because he felt like, I should have been by the water with her, like, even if I was just going to go gather the water for her, like, me being a fisherman, I should have been there, yeah, like, she shouldn't have been by herself doing this, yeah, he could have blamed, he kind of blamed himself, because he's like, damn, if she had more than one eye on just the water and gathering her supplies, and I was there, I could have smushed it, I could have killed it, I could have did something, you know what I'm saying? So that my pregnant wife wouldn't have been hurt. So he felt like, yeah, he was blaming himself. It was more than just, like, mourning. He's, like, just loathing. Like, he felt like it was his self. He was, like, having a pity party in a way. Yeah. Especially he's a strong warrior. He came from a bloodline of warriors. He was able to do all this kind of stuff. So it's, like, 
he was kind of fighting his own mental demons at this time, and he didn't want to just get high. So that's a, that's a um, a lesson in this, I guess, because I see it's kind of ending his story now. A lesson is in this is like um, addictions. Like you know, if you got any addictions and shit like that, this is the type of strength that not only just masculines but feminines too. You got inner strength in you to like fight past any addiction. You know, he was getting addicted to the shit. And then he just woke up one day in, like, cold turkey and, like, you know, went and prepared his weapons and shit. And they're just not even thinking he about to leave. He's just like, oh, okay, he's back at work, you know. Because as a warrior, they make their own weapons. They do all that kind of shit. And then it's like the next day, he just gone. And it's like, oh, shit. And it's like he come back with these lines and shit. And it's like, damn, that's what he was doing? He ain't tell nobody nothing. He just moved left. Because it's like if he would have told somebody, they would have started gathering up nine other warriors to go with him he's like no fuck that if i die i die but i gotta get this anger that he felt towards himself like self-hatred you know his shadow aspect his shadow self the darker side of him was starting to like kick in and take over his mind so he cleared up all that shit and came back and was like on top of shit he never probably fell in love for real for real again but he just bore a lot of children after that yeah Okay, so moving forward, now that there's no longer three sisters, it's just Maret, Maret at 10, and one other sister. It's like, um, money didn't slow down, everything was good, but things were like, um, things were a little lonely. Like, I see that um, they doubled up the security around the other twin because they felt like, you know, or, or like, they started to hang around her a little bit more because it was like, you know, that was your road dog. That was everybody around you. Like, now everybody's kind of help her out. Like, do you need help with making these products? It was just you and your twin doing this before. I see that um, her husband, the one that survived, that was still alive, her husband was, like, very well off. He could have been, like, a king from another place or, like, like I said, there's other kings and shit. Like, it's not just like, oh, there's one pharaoh. There's other pharaohs and stuff, but, like, the main pharaoh was the female pharaoh, and that was Maret. Maret Aten. I see the other sister. She had a husband that was um, a pharaoh or, like, a king in her own way. He just wasn't the main one. And he was plentiful as well. But I see that after that happened with her sister, um... They felt like, how come you're not teaching this? Because it's like, if anything happened to you, yeah, facts. If anything happens to her, it's like their whole business and everything they started together would just be, like, done. And, like, people would have to move forward. So I see a lot of people are starting to travel to them also, not just for the sisters, like, um, resort and treatments and healing and yoni steams and all that. And now aromatherapy healing. Like, they're like, um, whatever you do and you and your sister was doing before and it was just the two of you guys, it's time to expand on that. So I see, like, the word started to get out and people wanted to come through and not just learn about, like, magic school, but also learn about, like, aromatherapy and things like that. Because, like, now we need more people to learn. Like, everybody learned what Maret Aten was doing and she had, like, her own college, her own, like, healing resort and shit. But what her sisters did, she was the... They were the, um, she was the first for them to test on, and then people were coming through to, like, get healing like that, but it's like they weren't teaching nobody, so we're like, they're like, look, if you want this to keep going, like, a legacy, um, you don't want it to stop, because then it's like, damn, your sister kind of, like, um, 
died in vain. Like, you got to teach people. So I see, yeah, they started to teach people, like, this aromatherapy, healing, Yoni's themes, how she did it, the whole process of everything. Um, and it became a school, and people pay for their kids to go to school here, too. And the thing is, um, you know how I said the other one was kind of like a college this one, they were able to teach the kids from, like, youth on up. Yeah, from, like, youth on up, they were able to teach them. And then, like, by the time they were, like, college age, they would be perfected at it. So, when she got enough students learning, this sister, yeah, see, when she got enough students learning, this sister, this twin sister that was left, she um she was able to sit down and kind of like do what Marette Aten was doing where she kind of like she was still working a little bit but it's not a lot like because um because like she ain't had to she can kind of just point fingers and be like okay um the gardener grows certain herbs this is what you need to make the perfumes you gotta let it sit here for this that time whatever 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 they got people from like four or five years old learned about these different things how to make it how to heal from it all that kind of stuff pairing it with frequencies taking baths with its steams all that kind of stuff so it's like she can kind of just sit around and like oversee things i see they're quite quite older now and they both got kids of their own their kids are getting older and their kids are having kids and i think i mentioned that about Marette Aten having those twins. She had twins of her own. She had the boy, of course, but she had um, um, twins of her own girls. And, like, um, yeah, so it's like they're older. They're, like, they're old enough for, like, um, this pharaoh's son that they had that they raised up to be a pharaoh. They're old enough for him to now be, like, married. And I think that's where I left off, actually. I think I left off in the last one where he was, like, he um he found this female that she was kind of like a warrior. She was tougher. She wasn't really swaying him like everybody else. Um, he actually married her, and I see they could have had a daughter together. And by this time, Maria Aten is like a grandparent, and like her and her husband are like grandparents. Yeah, that's cute. And they're just they're just good, bro. I see. Um, soon they die. Who died? Is this her? She could have, her and her husband could have died of old age. Yeah, Marette Aten and her husband, their grandparents and stuff, and they could have died of old age. I mentioned that her pharaoh's son was the next in charge. His two twin sisters, they didn't really have to work or do anything if they didn't want to. They didn't have to lift a finger. They're married to warriors. Um, I see that he, I said when he was a kid, he had... He was, like, his own spiritual advisor, and his mom, since both his mom and dad were, like, very psychic, they kind of taught him his ways. But I see he did take on a male spiritual advisor to, like, kind of keep things um, balanced. Because it's like, yeah, I can see things, but it's like sometimes he's busy, or it's like he might not see everything. So he felt like it's better safe than sorry than to, like, just feel like, oh, I know it all. I can see everything. He wanted, like somebody that came over i see whoever became a spiritual advisor is somebody that went to school from it from another country and things like that so he was like okay cool so i don't have to be worried about too much this female sitting pretty she's doing good like i see um she was also learning about his wife that he took she kind of softened up once once uh (laughs) 
when she became his wife, she let him step into that masculine role. She was sitting pretty now. Like, she was more aggressive as a kid or growing up. She was more into, like, war and hunting and that type of stuff. When she married Moret um, Aten's son, her firstborn son, the firstborn son in a long time, she allowed him to carry that power and she didn't want to be like this whole masculine ass female because you know we don't do that too much so like she softened up she started to tap into healing herbs teas aromatherapies and stuff like that she became a gardener so it's like she kind of like you know just because like I can say that with me too just because like for me growing up I've always been like the tomboy I've always been like running around with boys doing a whole bunch of stuff um but it's like in a relationship, I'm a female. I'm not no fucking man. Like, I don't be punking my niggas or nothing like that. It's weird. So, it's like, she was like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I can get down and dirty with the boys. I can keep up with them. But I ain't no fucking man. Like, you know? <laughs> it's just not. Like, I see she didn't want to have that role. She, <laughs> she didn't have that role. She was really good at gardening. She had a really good green thumb. Um, She used to cook a lot. Or she used to, like... Yeah, she used to cook a lot. She could have made a new form of juice, too. Like, I see they had apples and pears. She could have started to make pear juice and apple juice and stuff like that. Because it's like, they had they had grape juice and wine. Like, this whole time I've been like, oh, yeah, they got grape juice and wine, grape juice and wine. She could have been like, man, like, have anybody else tried to juice these other things? So, she could have created other flavored juices from, you know, other places. People are coming in to, like, be a part of their community. They're bringing other seeds from other countries and places that these people didn't have. So they're like, hmm, this is what fruit? Or we call it apple or whatever they call it. And they're like, okay, this is cool. Let's see if we can make a juice. So she made apple juice. Oh, they got pears. Let's see if we make a juice. So now they got pear juice, you know? So they're like, oh, this is smack. Yeah, facts. They didn't have this before. Like, they're like, oh, we didn't have these seeds. So they're more like grapevines and shit. That's why I keep saying grape juice and wine. That's all they knew at that time. (laughs) Yeah. So, I see the people that would travel by boat, they brought these new seeds there. And they're like, wow, we never had these there in their in their natural garden before. So, it was like a new thing. They had different plants and stuff because it's like the people that are coming to be a part of this community to learn and or just to stay. It's like they would come with seeds. They felt like, okay, when I'm coming, you know how like when in modern day, it's like you got to um, pay for your schooling. You got to pay for tuition, pay for books and shit like that. It's like when people would come from other places and travel, they would bring seeds. They would bring flowers. They're like, oh, where we're from, we use this turmeric, and it helps with inflammation. It helps with this. It helps with that. So now you got how they grow turmeric with seeds or whatever. You have that, so now you can grow turmeric. They'll bring all these different fruits and vegetables. It's like, oh, shit, we ain't never had that before. How do you use this? How do you use that? So like the gardeners or the people with the green thumb could like exchange information they'll bring certain horses or like if they had horses this whole time maybe they're bringing donkeys they're like what the fuck is a donkey it's like oh yeah it's it's like a mule like it's it's, it packs stuff we travel with it you know like okay yeah so they're bringing donkeys they ain't never seen a donkey before they're like it's a small horse no it's not a small horse like you know what i'm saying it's like what the fuck we ain't never seen that before so it's kind of like opening up their mind to um a bunch of different things yeah, they weren't able to see or feel these things before because they didn't have it. 
if they had a different type of dog and they brought their dogs, it's like, oh, we had these type of dogs here. Oh, we have these. So now the dogs are mixing and all that kind of stuff. So it's like they're just bringing more fruitful things to this world or to this kingdom I'm seeing. Um, if they knew how to, like, heal in a different way and be like, okay, um, this is how we make this tincture to help. Or, like, we make a soup and we have these type of flavorings in it and it gets rid of the cold. It gets rid of snot or it gets rid of this or that. Like, and they're like, oh, cool. Like, okay, so let's teach everybody. So I see the more people that came in, the healing started to switch up and, and, and change in a different way, too. And it's like, um, his wife, she got into like, she could have brought culinary arts. It's like, yeah, they're not a cook and shit like that, but it's like, she really stepped into this, like, she could have opened like a cook, she could have made a cookbook. And I don't know who the son is yet, and it's like, every time I do another episode, we kind of learn about the next one, the next generation down, so I'll figure out his name later. Well, whoever Moret Aten's son is, the firstborn son of many times, his wife, she could have brought culinary arts and, like, made it a thing. Like, boiling soups, making things like that. Yeah, she's filthy. I'm not going to hold you. She knew how to mix certain herbs. Like, in today's time, it would be, like, a kitchen witch. Or, like, she knew her way around the kitchen. If she's not into, like, witchcraft and shit. She knew her way around the kitchen. She knew... Like, if you're sick and you got something going on with you, she knew how to mix certain things and, like, get you to heal off making this soup or this chili or something like that. Yeah, so she could have had a cookbook or, like, a healing herbs book or, like, you know, add these spices together and it'll help with this. Yeah, she's filthy. I'm not going to hold you. She's very filthy. She created new juices, um, fruit juices. She created, like, soup recipes. She was like, all y'all got is wine? Like, <laughs> yeah, I see the grapes in reverse. She was like, that's all y'all got? Y'all ain't never tried to do this? You know, like, if they had, like, crabs or something in the water, like, if they started to, um, if these fishermen and stuff that started to come by, like, maybe there was a certain type of fish in their part of Nile but, like, further from wherever they're traveling by boat, they could have been fishing and further where they traveling from. They could have had crabs or something like that. So now they're bringing this type of seafood. And they're like, oh, how you cook this? Okay, let me make a soup out of this. Or you boil it like this and crack it open. I don't know, bro. They they had some shit. I'm like, what? They was boiling crabs like a seafood boil? Yeah, bro, they was eating. I'm not going to hold you. They was eating shit the king ain't never had before. He's like, what is this? Shellfish? What do you mean? Like, yeah. I see she was pregnant people start to bring like ducks like duck eggs or like ducks they never seen ducks before like i mentioned there was like ostriches there was the falcons there was stuff like that so they didn't um they didn't eat their birds their birds kind of like roamed around like the birds that um i'm not gonna say they didn't eat duck but it's like um they didn't eat the falcons or the ostriches or like the banu bird um, the Ibis bird, because it's like, those are like associated with certain gods, those Horus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's like, what do we do with these? <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, we eat their eggs, or like, they might pluck them and eat them, something like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you, I had duck before, and duck is bomb, duck is smack, I'm not gonna hold you. 
Um, I had it one year for like Thanksgiving a long time ago because we were tired of eating turkey all the time. Duck smacks, especially if you know how to cook it. But like I see they start to eat like duck and like duck eggs or something like that. Because it's like, oh, well, we ain't got no God associated with this one. They could have asked the gods too. They could have also brought like, hmm, what is this? They brought some food. These people were bringing them food. I don't know if this is, like, different types of wild hares or different rabbits and shit. Squirrels or something. I don't know. They was eating some shit that they ain't never seen before. Ducks. Yeah. There's certain birds they didn't eat, but I see they ate duck. Yeah, facts. So there might be a hieroglyph where it's like, that's not any of the gods, and this is why. Yeah, because they didn't, yeah, they didn't, um, they didn't play about their guys. That's associated the birds that's associated with their guys. They left them alone. They left them to be wild. But these duck baby, these duck, they was boiling this shit. They was like, shit, let's, you know, like let's boil this shit. Let's make it with this. Mm-hmm. They're growing potatoes and stuff. So I see this wife. She really got them into culinary arts. I don't know if she just created a cookbook or mentions that, or she could have had a culinary art school and taught everybody how to cook. Or she was really good at making certain things. Like, whatever people would bring, she would make it. And it's like, damn. Like, everybody would eat what the queen made. It wasn't like she was just lazy. She would cook for everybody. Like, cook for the whole community. Especially if it was something new that came to the village that never had before. It's like, whoever brought it, they would teach her what it is. And she would just, like, mix together something. Like, feed everybody. And they're like, that smacks. Yeah, they were eating duck or something like that. I'm going to pause it here. So, bro, this is, okay, boom, 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 boom. So, they were bringing all types of shit. So, boom, they're eating duck. The wife is mixing up all this shit. So, all the, everything that comes through is, like, customs. It's like she was in charge of, like, customs. She didn't want to just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a female and just be sitting around. Like, she had a lot of energy and a lot of masculine energy. She balanced out by cooking and cooking for people, cooking for a large group of people, shit like that. So, that's kind of, like, what he allow her to do or not i don't want to say he allowed her to do that but it's like she wanted to do that because she didn't want to be masculine he was doing all the other stuff like you know running the running the kingdom he had a lot of shit on the place so they would keep inventory like the wife would help keep inventory he would be like babe like you know this kind of stuff came in these people from this place came in they trying to you know they got more food she was like oh what like you know like here's the seeds for this but this is what it looks like this is called a carrot, but this is what the seed looks like. This is how you grow it. This is how long it takes to grow, like three moons. Or, I don't know how they used to tell time and shit like that, but I see, bro, this is so funny to me because somebody came and brought some bud. They came and brought some weed from another kingdom. So the crazy part is, remember I mentioned like the, the Kush kingdom, the kingdom of Kush, the Kushites? So that means they traveled up here to um, ancient Egypt. And um, actually, I the belief that Shashat, the goddess Shashat, one of the original goddesses that scrolls, that writes Thoth's wife, she has, um, over her head, she has a weed symbol. It's like a part of her crown. So I see the gods knew that this was going to come through. Like, it was already somewhere in another part of these kingdoms. 
they just didn't have it in Middle Kingdom, um, Egypt, for a minute. Somebody traveled here and bought some mud, and they're like, what do you do with this? What? <laughs> yeah, they was like, oh, this is chill. I see they would smoke bud. They was growing like little, you know, they had their own little grow. They brought it. They brought the seeds and shit. They was like, uh, this is what we do with it. Like, you know, they was teaching them like, oh, this is how we have blue lotus and shit. They're like, damn, that shit's trippy. Like, it's like a psychedelic trip. They're like, well, shit, this is bud. This is what help, like, ha- uh, helps with, like, eating disorders, you know, depression, anxiety, shit like that. They're like, oh, this happens like that, too. But they're like, yeah, this shit, you be seeing psychedelics and shit with this one, you might just get hungry, happy, and sleepy. You feel me? Like, we listen to music, we be dancing and shit, making new new little swags with the music. They got more music instruments and shit, so people are, like, coming up here by boat or by, like, you know, traveling by land, whatever. They're bringing up bud, they're bringing all this different food and shit like that. They're like, oh, yeah. So everybody smokes some bud. And they're like, they're like, okay, this is the music we listen to when we high, basically, or whatever they called it. And they're like, oh, this is cool. Like, we can smoke this shit. Like, when it's like Blue Lotus, it's like either that's going to be prescribed to you because you got some mental, mental, real mental things going on with you. Or you need to open up your third eye for a reason. Or, you know, heal from something real traumatic. From this one, it's like, oh, you just got to, you just a little sad. Bro, just hit this a couple times. You'll be good. And it's like, now you're sitting outside under a tree contemplating, looking at the stars. Just, you know, you feel me? Like, you're just chilling. It's not like you got to be really, really trippy. Yeah, so they're like, hold on. This is cool. Yeah, they start to notice they had way more ideas. It was a traveler. It was a couple travelers that came through, and they had, like, music and weed and shit like that. Yeah, they were like, oh. I'm not gonna hold you. This is so funny to me how the guys are showing this to me in these hieroglyphs. It's like they showed them how to grow outdoor. <laughs> so this is like outdoor. All this shit is growing outdoor, obviously. But it's like, um, you know how like in today's time we got indo outdoor weed. It's like this is outdoor. So they're like, yeah. And it's like um, at a certain point in time, you gotta hang it. You know, hang it and, like, let it dry because it's being watered and shit. You got to hang it to let it dry because it needs to get dry so it can break down and crumble. So, it's like they showed them the whole process and, like, how long it would take, how many batches you can make, how to pick the seedlings or, like, know from the bud, like, which bud is female, which bud is male. I don't think people realize that in today's time that, like, um, I mentioned this before on another podcast. All the trees, even in Washington, we're surrounded by evergreen trees. All these trees are masculine trees because they don't produce seeds. If it was a female tree, it would be like a fruit tree or a female tree that produces fruit. So then the fruit has seeds so that you can continue to produce more fruit trees. See what I'm saying? Um, And I feel like strategically, the government and mayors or cities or whatever the fuck who be controlling this type of shit about what trees are planted, they keep planting male trees. Because if you planted female trees and they have fruit, why would there be any hunger that can solve world hunger easy i just you know what i'm saying like i just solve world hunger in like two seconds plant female trees they're like the homeless can just go and pick a fucking peach off the tree pick an apple off the tree pick a pear pick a coconut you feel me like if we had female trees then there wouldn't be no fucking world hunger yeah see what i'm saying like you know so they were showing them like the difference between male and female plants yeah so I see um, they kept this, obviously, they kept this plant away from kids. 
Um, they were very strategic about it. They kept away from kids. Like, even though they're learning about gardening and stuff like that, that's not something you can learn about as a kid. Because, like, they were going through gardening since kid, going through schools and shit like that. But it's like, um, there were writings and teachings. They just couldn't touch it or be around it. Like, they probably had it written down in the scroll somewhere. Like, oh, yeah, this is this. The cannabis tree or whatever they called it. Cannabis sativa, cannabis indica, whatever they called it back in the day. Kush. Because, obviously, the Kush kingdom, they called it Kush, right? So this is this Kush, and, like, you can't touch the Kush plant. Like, that's forbidden by the gods until you're a certain age, basically. But it's like they would teach them it so that by the time they're old enough to do it, they got their mind right. And it's like, okay, now you're old enough, you're 18 or whatever. Now you can smoke it for the first time. But, like, the kids weren't allowed to touch it or grow it or be around it at all. It was like a forbidden tree, and they knew, like, the the gods rotting them would, like, get on them if they, like, touch that tree. So the, the kids was so scared of the gods that they were just, like, not fuck with it, you know? So even, like, for me, for example, I started smoking when I was, like, 13 years old, right? It's like I would have gotten in trouble back in these days by the gods because it's like that tree's forbidden until you're, like, old enough, you feel me? Yeah, basically. So, yeah, that's funny to me. They brought Kush. I'm like, so they were the Kushites. They came up there, too. That's lit. That's what's up. That's filthy. They also showed them, like, hemp. It's more than just kush. It's, like, hemp, too. So, they were able to show them, like, oh, you can also make clothes out of this. They're like, clothes? What the fuck? I ain't never made no clothes out of, um... I ain't never made no clothes out of no plant before. So, they were showing them how to, like, make hemp. You know how, like, today's time, they got, like, hemp-based products and shit. Like, you can make all types of stuff out of hemp oils and stuff like that. Also, clothes. That's deep. There was something else I was about to say before, but I can't remember now. I can't even remember what I was about to say, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. I seen they also, see, this is crazy because this is a stigma in today's time. Is that, um, and this is a stigma with a lot of people that like, um, smoke the weed when you're pregnant, hurt your kids. I would say it it's, it's, it's depends on, like, for me, I feel like me studying this fucking particular plant before I touched any other plants or any other spices or learned about anything uh, as far as herbology goes. My first plant I made, like, in high school, bro, every fucking debate paper that I had to write all four years was about marijuana and the different benefits. And I never repeated anything in all four years out of my information. You feel me? And I was in debate class. That was, like, one of my favorite classes. But, like, none of the papers were the same. I feel like I got I got that shit somewhere. I saved it on one of those little um, USB things because my shit was great. Like, I was going to give it to the to the states that, like, um, that people don't understand, like, why they're still not legal yet. I, I saved it in case I needed to, like, help people vote for it, like, one day in the future. Like, I just be thinking ahead like that. But, like, um... Yeah, everything that you can do with hemp or, like, CBD or, like, weed, I broke all that shit down. And, like, bro, it's filthy. I'm not going to hold you. That's, like, one of my best pieces I ever wrote. But, like, that's how really into it I'm in, right? So, I know that when you're pregnant, it's not a harmful thing. Now, if you're smoking out of backwoods and cigarillos and shit, that's tobacco, that's harmful. If, you know what I'm saying, if you're smoking out of a dirty bong or a dirty pipe, that's probably harmful because it's resin. But it's like, if you're doing it the clean, natural way, honestly, when you're pregnant, it's like your blood system is like, um, you have more blood running through your body because you also are providing things for your kid. 
so it's like you get lightheaded faster um that's why it's like when you're pregnant when you stand up too fast you can get a little woozy a little dizzy you got more blood flowing through your veins so as a pregnant woman you can take one or two tokes like before you're pregnant there's some people shit like me that could just smoke all day like some of my birthday parties and shit I used to have like smoke competitions with people and I was like I'll pay you money if you can out smoke me nobody can out smoke me right I can't I can't say that my child's father can never out smoke me because that nigga can smoke <laughs> but like everybody else besides him I would just challenge everybody men and women to try to out smoke me it would never work pregnant it's like one or two tokes can help you with nausea so it's like you know it's it's as long as you're doing it in a clean way it can help uh edibles as long as it's not like a fucking thousand milligram shit if it's just like a regular regular little shit you make your own butter you add a little bit to your little food your little sandwich or something you're making it can help with nausea it can help you keep your food down and shit like that especially like if you um got morning sickness and shit like that and it's like not even the fact that you doing get to get high but you doing get to heal yourself like you know doing it to like oh da, 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 like i can't sleep i can't eat i can't keep anything down da, 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 it, it'll help shit like that cramps migraines all the different type of shit that your body would want through pregnant i see back in the day and it's on the temples that pregnant women it was safe for them they kept it away from kids and stuff but pregnant women it was safe for them i see and they didn't, like, pass any judgment on pregnant women that were, like, can of moms. I think that's what they call in today's time. It's, like, hashtag can of moms or cannabis moms or, like, mom tokers or, you know, whatever, mom stoners, whatever they want to call it. Honestly, there's a whole group of them. Like, I see them a lot on TikTok, and it's like, oh, are you a fellow can of mom, do you believe? And, like, token while you're breastfeeding and pregnant shit like that. And, like, honestly, I do. I, there's, no, there's nothing against it. Um, when I was pregnant, my OBGYN knew the whole time that I was pregnant that I would smoke every once in a blue moon. It's not nothing crazy. I wasn't, like, like I said, I could, a lot of people could not outsmoke me. I was not doing all that kind of shit when I was pregnant. It was like, oh, hell no. Like, I have to eat, but this boy been making me throw up for, like, three hours. So, I'm going to tow two times. I'm going to eat and go to sleep. And it's like, cool, I can actually keep this food down. You feel me? So it was like that. And every time she's like, damn, this is the healthiest baby I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? Like after I push him out, she's like, um, actually I had the the lady that teach you about breastfeeding. And I think I'm gonna pause it here because I hear my son up. But um the lady that teaches you, because there's supposed to be a nurse, I don't know if everybody had this, but the OBGYN and shit like that that I had, they um taught me about breastfeeding because that's what I want to do right after I had him. So they're like, Oh, of course, they're, like, talking about liquor and shit. I'm like, I don't really drink like that. So then they're like, um, they're like, oh, okay, well, do you smoke bud? I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to hold you yet. And they're like, obviously, they seen in every pee test because they pee test you your whole pregnancy. Like, you know, what's going on and shit like that. So, like, she's like, oh, you still got weed in your system? I'm like, yeah, because I smoke, nigga. Like, you ain't about to be holding down my, f- you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, you don't know what it feels like to be pregnant. I don't, I'm not saying forever, but everybody's pregnancy is different. And that shit is a lot. So it's like, um, they didn't judge me or nothing like that, but they're like, okay, boom. So obviously, are you going to be smoking and breastfeeding? I'm like, yeah. They're like, so honestly, the lady, and she's like a trained specialist in this. She's like, um, alcohol is more dangerous than marijuana is when you're breastfeeding. Marijuana is not going to do anything to your kid. Like, your breast milk, like, 
you're honestly if you look into like breastfeeding and stuff it's like um your 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 when your child is like on the boob whatever like your child connecting to your boob it signals to your brain what your kid needs if your kid is sick um the milk that the kid had the day before when they weren't sick is going to be different than the milk they get when they are sick um you know what i'm saying like that's why when you're breastfeeding you're pumping the colors may change because it may be different vitamins and shit that your body provides to help this kid get over a cold sickness shit like that that's why it's that's like when my son was sick for the first time it was like um they kept saying i was like stressing because i'm like he's sick he can't really breathe like he don't really want to do this they're like just keep breastfeeding him. the like i was like he's supposed to be eating like solids at this point and they're like keep breastfeeding him, keep breastfeeding him. Um, don't worry about like the solids and shit because the more milk he had the more he got over his sickness is because your body knows what to provide there's also certain things that get left out so it's like if you were wondering like oh my god if i smoke and then I breastfeed my kid, and my kid gonna get high. No, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that doesn't happen that way. So just learn how the body works. But I see back in Egyptian times, it's written on the tombs or the temple walls that pregnant women was like cannabis moms, like cannabis moms. They talked a little bit here and there to help them get through their pregnancy cramps, contractions. You feel me? Um, nauseousness, shit like that, all that kind of stuff. Like migraines all that kind of stuff right so i'm gonna pause it here and go check in on my son and i'll be back to finish this episode but that's lit i'm not gonna hold you that's lit so i'm I'm a little stuck on the fact that they brought them some bud you know that's my favorite shit but i'm like damn i ain't know that i gotta go i can't wait to like visit these places and see these things like that's crazy all right try to hurry this along yeah i see um i see that um when it came to talking now it's telling me about token up yeah they kept it away from kids they kept it away from kids for sure they seen that it opened up their dreams a lot more to the truth of what's going on around them what's happening um, if somebody was found giving it to a kid or something like that, the story was like they would they would be like imprisoned or something. Yeah, like they would be imprisoned. Like, you know what I'm saying? If they was found doing it around kids or giving it to a kid and they're not supposed to have this weed or kush or whatever they call it. I'm just going to call it kush because they called it kush back in the day. Then they would be imprisoned. Now, when it came to tinctures and healing like yeah if it came to certain things of healing like these people it was more than just smoking bud like like i said even with the blue lotus it was a flower and they turned it to a tincture they could have been healing and starting off with like the women the nurses things like that for certain things they made into a tincture and seeing if it can cure certain things and if it did then it's like okay we'll cure certain things with that but it's like um for the most part, kids wasn't allowed to be around it. If they did get this to a kid, it'd be a problem. Like if somebody in the kingdom seen that this kid was high off, but it's like you'll be a prisoner. 
Yeah. They felt like if a kid had this in their brain or something, it's like they would probably, okay, how do I explain this? Because in today's time, it's like, you know, epileptic seizures and shit, like the oil, it concentrated, it can help kids with that. So it's something like that. Like if they needed it for medical purposes, it's not smoking, it's a tincture or something. Then that's different. And they probably had one kid, I'm saying, this is crazy that this is all in like the scroll or something. They probably had, like, one kid that had something going on with them, and they could have cured it with, like, the tincture, like, a marijuana tincture or something. But it's like, if they seen, if if you gave it to a kid and you smoked and it wasn't a medical reason, and, like, the doctors, the healers around this time wasn't giving it to them for a certain thing, keeping track of the dosages and shit, you get in trouble, imprisoned or something like that. Imprisoned or death, like, Yeah. They was giving it to the warriors for, like, the tincture. They were giving it to the warriors to help with PTSD. Certain things that they had to do or go through. Especially, it's like, for this Middle Kingdom so far, they haven't told us about no war. These other people, where they're coming from, you know how I told you, like, some of these people are coming from all over to get healed because this place has a really vast variety. It's like, you got a demon? Okay, you can go here to that temple. What you got fertility problems? Okay, go to here to this temple. What you got PTSD? Okay, go here. So it's like they had different places that they would go. So these other places, they could have been war-torn areas too. And they were trying to like seek refuge. And they heard about these places. So I see if they went to war with other places or got invaded, the whoever survived was coming to this middle kingdom place to get healed. And then they just ended up staying. So some of them actually seen slaughter and had to kill and seen all this kind of crazy shit. And I see that um, it was helping like the soldiers, the warriors with like PTSD and shit like that. Yeah. Mental illnesses. If people were having like certain mental illnesses, it was helping with that too. I'm not going to hold you. If it's like, you know, you felt like, oh, this female's crazy. Like she lost her mind. You know, like, with the sister, like, this probably would have helped back in the day um, with Anaxuna Moon. No, 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 I'm not going to say that. I probably wouldn't have helped her. I'm not going to hold you because the guys put her through all them demons, and she had, like, eight different split personalities. I'm not going to hold you. That probably wouldn't have helped her, but it it, it would have maybe helped her be a little bit more um, controlled. You know what I'm saying? Like, she still had split personalities and shit. Um, even though they learned how to exercise demons, they couldn't get the demons off her because of what she did to Tut, right? But it's like, if she was developing an eating disorder, she was tripping, she was kind of paranoid, schizophrenic. She had a lot of shit going on with her, multiple personalities and paranoid, schizophrenic. So she thought people were coming after her. She had hella different demons. So I see she was like, not eating. So that could have been the reason that she died because her mind was gone. So it's like with her, they could have gave her that to at least calm down, stay asleep, eat. But all they had during that time was just blue lotus. So she was just tripping out even more because they given her blue lotus and she already is tripping because she got split personalities, like eight of the motherfuckers and the gods are fucking with her. So it's like she was scary. She was attacking people. If they would have had like this marijuana tincture or like bud back in the day with Nakasuna Moon, even though they couldn't get rid of the mental illnesses or anything like that, it at least would have made her hungry, happy, sleepy. You feel me? So she wouldn't have been a danger to herself and others. People were scared to, like I said, her mom, Nefertiti, wasn't sleeping in the room with her because she was batshit crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, she was tripping. So it would at least help her eat 
and she would have survived and lived longer because she probably picked up an eating disorder because she was paranoid schizophrenic. She was seeing and hearing voices and shit. Facts. So it helped with the it helped with the warriors that went through war from other places. Um, for them too, they were testing and they have certain scrolls. This is not all on the tombs. A lot of this is in the scrolls too. The papyruses about like them having to kill people, watch people be killed in front of them when like you know other places are invading other places. I see that um. If they did take any prisoners and, like, they were traveling with their prisoners, um, some people would, like, bring prisoners with them. And they're like, oh, you know, we're coming from here. We're trying to get healed, but we're traveling with our prisoners. They would test this on prisoners, too, to just to make sure, like, it ain't going to make us trip out. And it worked. They would, like, keep them people, like, locked up and shit, like, you know, chained up, locked up, whatever. But it would work, and it would be successful. And they're like, hmm, like... He didn't die because we turned this into a tincture and tried to heal some, You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, something like that. Yeah, so it's like if they were scared to, like, test the tincture on themselves because they didn't know how strong it was going to be or potent it was going to be or how many dosages one human can take, it's like I see that it's written in on the tombs or, or no, they're showing me, like, the papyrus. It's written on the papyrus that you cannot overdose from this. So they was probably seeing like what blue lotus is probably like okay there's a certain amount you can take, and I said for um for Tut there was so much that they gave him an overload of it that he was tripping and then that's how he died because he was tripping so much he couldn't he didn't know where he was or what was going on and then they just stabbed him and killed him so it's like they did an overload of it right and it's like for this it's like whatever prisoners that these people refugees and stuff from other places were traveling from they tested on them to see like okay if we get them an overload since we don't give a fuck about them anyways like are they gonna die and it's like no they could have mentioned like they were hot i'm not gonna hold you bro yeah that happens we're like hella thirsty hella hungry yeah, it was just all the same symptoms. Like, you know how you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know who you are listening to me, but if you ever been really fucking high before, it's like your throat's on fire. Like, I'm hot. Sometimes if you really, really high, it's like an edible or something. It's like, damn, I'm hot. You got to start taking off your clothes and shit. It's like, okay, you got to cool down. You know what I'm saying? Get you some water because it's like, if you ain't got no water, your body temperature is going to spike. And it's going to make you even higher. Trust me. Trust me, bro. <laughs> Trust me, dog. <laughs> You're going to get hot. Yeah, so they were testing all this shit. They're like, but he didn't die. Like, we gave this person this much doses and they didn't die. So, yeah, they were, like, testing it on these people. But he's not crazy. Like, he don't want to kill nobody. He just want to sleep and he keeps complaining about water. Like, can't he get something to drink? Yeah, shit like that. Like, oh, this person ate a whole cow by themselves. Like, they were just hella thrax and they just ate a whole cow. Like, you know, they didn't go crazy and, like, want to kill everybody or nothing like that. They didn't say no, like, scary things like, oh, I want to hurt people or nothing like that. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, they put, they gave these, um, these prisoners, they gave them a lot. Like, they're like, let's see. And these motherfuckers are just eating. They're like, well, you still hungry? They're like, yeah. They're like, damn, dog, this, you cleaned the bones of this cow. Like, you ain't got nothing else. They're still hungry. Yeah, it just was like, they were just kicking it, laughing, hungry. So this is all in the scrolls that marijuana is not bad. So it's so fucking crazy to me that obviously 
If this is in the scrolls and these losers are finding these scrolls and they don't want people to know that it's not going to drive you crazy, that you can't overdose from it, that you cannot get addicted to weed. I was just thinking before I came back to this that, like, uh, I wonder if they're going to say something about being addicted to it. It's no addiction. You know, you can get addicted to opioids and shit like you cannot get addicted to weed. If you're somebody that's like, shit, I can't go without smoking weed, that's because it's a coping mechanism. It makes you feel hungry, happy, sleepy. So if you're depressed and you have shit that you're hiding from, like, it's a coping mechanism. It's like escapism. So if you're just always high and you never have to deal with your dark problems or think about dark thoughts, then it's more of a coping mechanism. There's no addictive substance in it. You cannot get addicted to weed. I'm pretty sure uh, everybody growing up that knew me was like, I smoke bud. I don't smoke like that anymore. I'm pretty sure nobody would have heard that coming because it's like how much I smoked. There's no addictive um, cannabinoid or like, uh, I don't know the word for it right now. There's no addictive, like scientifically, there's no addictive components. There you go. That's in weed. If you have an addictive personality, you're going to, and you and you want to be a, a weed smoker by choice, then it's like, that'll be your addiction by choice. But it's not something where it's like crack cocaine, where you're like literally selling your body, selling your soul, robbing your friends and shit to get this hit. That's addictive. If you're doing that for some fucking weed, that's you and your personality. You feel me? Like, that's you. You can't blame that shit on weed, bro, because it's just not. I've never heard of that shit before. You can't die from weed. They've seen that too. They also was like cutting on certain parts of the um, people, cutting off little limbs or doing little shit. If they had like little rashes or little skin problems and shit, they could have made lotions or something out of it or a cream or an oil or something. It was like, oh, wow. Like this motherfucker had like a little nasty rash when they came and we put this hemp oil on it. And, like, the rash is gone. Yeah, so they're like, wow. Like, yeah, they were interested in this shit. They're like, this shit's filthy. I'm not going to hold you. Yeah, they were like, this shit's filthy. I'm not going to hold you. They could have had little scabies or little shit going on with them for their skin. And they was like, put this on it. Then they came and checked it. And they're like, wow, look at their hands. Look at their legs. They don't have it anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to hold you. I use hemp lotion. That's, like, one of my favorite lotions is hemp lotion hemp-based lotion because it's really good for my skin. I noticed that my skin stays moisturized way longer than me using any other type of lotion. Yeah. This is dope. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, everybody and their mom was fucking with this, but they had to, like, keep up with the food. So I feel like they were um, tapping in with culinary arts more. They could have made a culinary arts school. Nobody never got, they noticed that nobody got ever aggressive off weed either. It's not like, you know, with wine, it's like you're drunk, you know. They never got aggressive because, you know, like with being drunk, you can get aggressive with it. It's like they just want to party and hang out and eat more. So they're like, okay, so these are all in the papyrus. Yeah, they're like, they tried everything with it. They're like, the most that people will do is clean the bones of whatever whatever animal that we're feeding them. It'll clean the bones like there's no meat left on the bones, like dead ass. And they still want more. They would complain about water. They never have to use their warriors to like uh, beat up nobody or fuck up nobody because they're getting violent off weed. There's never a case of that. It's just like we have to keep getting going. Like we have to make sure our supply of water was like 
to, you know, like, yeah, we just have to make sure we kept the supply of water up. They definitely healed these warriors with it, these other warriors that went to war, though. They definitely healed them with it. They felt like, I'm not going to say they forgot about what happened, but they were, like, seeing a brighter side of life. It's healed, it heals PTSD. The main thing is that they mainly say, though, is keep it away from the kids because they felt like if you gave it to kids, besides medical purposes, the guys will, like, kill you or, like, punish to death or something like that. Like, your soul will go to Dubai if you got a kid high. That's why I was like, if you're a candle mom, it's a different thing between you blazing up and smoking and blowing the shit in your kid's face versus it's like, or it's like you healing um, yourself when you're pregnant or breastfeeding or something like that versus you token up with your fucking kid. It's a big ass difference. Yeah. So I'm going to pause it here and then we're going to pick it back up. try to master the rest of this because my son's up now and I'm trying to uh I don't want to do a part three when it's like I'm literally almost done but yeah bro so I see they kind of I don't want to say they have police but they have people like watching over if motherfuckers was like gonna get this to anybody that was not supposed to have this pretty much like I said but this became a thing like they got that seed and ever since they got that seed and they got those seeds um they were also planting this Kush plant, and they was, like, growing it. They knew the difference between male and female plants that was using it to cure a bunch of things, the warriors, all that kind of stuff like that, skin problems, make clothes, all that kind of stuff. I see also they also now got a peach tree, so they were growing peaches, too. They seen that um, when it came to, like, if somebody was, like, you know how I told you they had, like, stuff for, like, erectile dysfunction back in the day with other herbs? They were seeing that it paired well with the stuff they already had with erectile dysfunction. And, like, if couples were going through some shit, that it was, like, bringing the love back. Because it's like, you know, we kind of make you horny sometimes. Shit. I don't know if they had the strand back in the day, horny goat weed. But it's like, you know. <laughs> that's the actual um, that's the actual herb. It's not even a type of weed. There's horny goat weed, but it's like an herb. It's like a, it's an herb, bro. Yeah. They had all that kind of stuff, bro. Yeah, this is filthy. Like, if if basically, like, the masculine wasn't able to get it up because of war being on their mind or PTSD or they weren't drawn to each other sexually, they smoke a little herb, you feel me, take a little erectile dysfunction shit, and they was popping shit. I'm not going to hold you. They're like, yeah, I got my scruff back. Yeah, they're like, they could have been running away from the idea of sex or they're just, like, wanting to marry other people or as a man like the women they couldn't do that so it's like they were just like felt abandoned like damn i'm just here it's like damn they're like a nun vibe like damn i ain't had none in a long time you know what i'm saying yeah it's like damn yeah i ain't had none in a long time like they didn't know what to say or to do like nothing was like working for them because the husbands were going through like their own shit they could have also felt like shit was going on with them because it's like, damn, am I not attracted to my female because I can't get it up? But it was mental problems. So they smoked that butt, that shit, and then they took the little herb or the little tea or whatever for the erectile dysfunction, and they was getting it popping. That shit happened fast. It was like, yeah. So it was like, okay. So they were seeing all these type of things that this one plant could help with. They're like, damn, it could make clothes, oil, 
heal sicknesses, da da da, heal mental things. You know, they was like, this shit cool. So they really like, I see the people that came from the Kush Mountains. They, um, some of these people from the Middle Kingdom, Egypt, went back there and was like, hey, let's study there too. So it's like back and forth. So the Kushites, that's why it's like you hear about them in ancient Egyptian times because this is like, they came from like a mountain area or something like that and they grew these trees out there. Literally these trees. <laughs> but like, yeah, they threw, they grew Kush out there. So some of these people traveled out there to go to study as well and to bring back some more of this plant. And it's like, they were ch- they were like, okay, I don't know, like, I'm not going to hold you where they were from. They might have just smoked it and made clothes and shit from it. But I see since the Egyptians were really into, like, making tinctures and stuff, they made it. So then they're going back to their original kingdom and be like, bro, we traveled out here. They showed us more ways that we could just, besides smoking it, besides making clothes and shit, they showed us this. So then they're bringing and trading information. And they're like, look, we got people doing healing from it. They're like, what? We didn't even know all that. Like, we've been having this plant for years. You know, however long they, you know, euros or however they um, spoke about time back in the day. And they're like, yeah. They brought the blue lotus flower out there to the Kushites. They was like, yeah, you got to be patient with this seed. But when it grows, so they brought them psychedelics. They're like, oh, shit. They do like, what? So, yeah, they traded information to Kushite, the Kush kingdom, the ancient Kush kingdom. And this middle kingdom in Egypt, they started to trade information and balance shit out. Yeah, they're like, whoa. So all the information that they had, if these people didn't want to just uproot and leave everything because they were so plentiful out there. They brought them some blue lotus. So, the ancient kingdom of Kush, they also had blue lotus because of this. They went back and forth and they were patiently, like, teaching each other. They were healing families, broken families. Um, if they had erectile dysfunction, then nobody was having kids for a minute. And it was all because of mental mental causes. But not everybody wanted to be super high off blue lotus all the time. So, this was, like, balance. It was like, damn, this is something that, like... You can do either or. You can tap into the universe like this, or you can just smoke a little bit and get some intuition. Or it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like with Bud and like versus like LSD. It's like, yeah, you can get a little high and chill, or you can take some LSD and trip. You feel me? So it's like kind of like that. They're like, you had options. Either way, you're going to find out the truth about something, get some dreams, or you're going to see some visions. You feel me? So it's like, yeah. They're like, this shit's cool. Yeah. <laughs> This is so funny to me. Yeah, they weren't aware of this stuff before. The ancient Kush kingdom, they were not aware of this blue lotus flower before, this tincture before. They were experiencing things like the universe, seeing the cosmos in a different way that they'd never seen it before. Yeah, they're like, oh, hell no. Like, nigga, what? Like, bro, I ain't never know they had this. We was just smoking, getting high, dancing and shit, chilling. We making some clothes and shit, like, you know, but like, bro, you open my eyes to a whole nother thing. I seen the cosmos. I seen the angel. Like, you know, they ain't never had that before. So I see like they made like a trail or like a road or they mapped out like how to get back and forth to these two kingdoms from each other so that they can just like always tap in with each other. If they learn more, they was like, I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> this is funny. This is in the scroll somewhere. They're like, we ain't never had like our chest on fire before. Like smoking, yeah, smoking is bud. They their chest was on fire, but it's like it also helped subside. Um, what is that shit? Acid reflex. 
like when you're pregnant and shit like that yeah it's like the stuff that was going on with their body they're finding out why it was going on with their body and it was healthy like if a pregnant woman was having acid reflux they didn't know what was going on before she take a couple tokes of the bud and it's like oh wow it went away i can eat now you know what i'm saying like what they're, yeah, everything that was hidden. So, it's like, even though they didn't have x-rays and shit and, like, all this knowledge back in the day, they're finding out. So, there's a lot of studies. Yeah, whoever these people are, there was three. Is this the three wise men? There was three motherfuckers that came up here with this bud. They were, like, recognized and reported. Like, this could be the three wise men. In the Bible, it's, like, the three wise men and talking about Jesus and stuff. And he brought the frankincense and myrrh and all that stuff. I mean, they could have brought that too. I'm not going to hold you. But it's, like, they brought fire. They brought bud. They brought spud. They brought reefer. Whatever you want to call it in whatever country you're in, they brought fucking weed too. And the teachings of it. And they got these two big-ass kingdoms to, like work together it was like a trading thing now now they're gonna trade and it's like they they also brought back these people to teach them about the blue lotus and then these people went to school for learning or whatever hung around and seen more about the teachings about this kush and now they got a map to go back and forth they was like damn we can heal dark times emotional losses you feel me like, we thought these people were crazy. Or maybe all they just needed was some bud. And to, like, just be like, you know how you smoking? You just be like, fuck it, bro. It's good. Like, I'm not about to stress about this. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, there was just so much. I, you know, I'm saying it in today's time. But you know what I'm trying to say with the scrolls are saying, basically. Like, bro, it, it got them over heartache and loss and pain and shit. Like, that shit that they would probably won't never be able to get off of or get away from or like you know they're just stressing and worrying about it like one of them like erectile dysfunction damn i'm never gonna have kids because i can't get up with my wife but you don't know why you can't and it's like damn you smoke this weed take this tea now you fucking now you got a baby it's like damn i thought i was cursed and all that stuff and it's like no you just needed uh you you needed to heal your mind from something like inhale the good shit exhale the bullshit type shit bro yeah that's filthy. Y'all know I'm paraphrasing it in my own little lingo, but y'all know what the fuck I'm saying, bro. These scrolls say this, and I feel like these people notice this is why weed and marijuana dand everywhere. Now, to the other 24 countries that listen to me, bro, I don't know. I might, because, like, on Spotify, if you're listening from Spotify, I have these questions that I post, so you can go in there and, like, type in your answers if you want or whatever, and I'll see it. It's a question and answer little part. It's under, like, the community part or whatever. I need to know, do y'all got marijuana in these other countries? And if so, is it legal or illegal? Because that is very interesting to me. Because I know in most of United States of America, it is illegal. And there's a few states that is legal. And then there's some places where CBD is legal and marijuana, as in THC, is illegal. So it's like, or it's like medical only. So, you know, it's like shit like that. Like, if I was down south in Texas or Louisiana and I had a little half a blunt or a roach on me or paraphernalia, meaning like a pipe and shit like that, and they can tell I smoke, I'll get time in prison versus in Washington State. There's, you can walk up and down the street, smoke a blunt, and nobody's going to arrest you. You know what I'm saying? They'll tell you to put it out because it's not, it's not right, but you can't get arrested. You know what I'm saying? It's like, 
I need to know. I'm, I'm, I'm inquiring minds want to know what it's like in other places. I know in like Amsterdam it's legal or something like that, but it's like I want to know, bro. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna make that the question and answer for this episode. In case y'all didn't know, I do that. Anyways, yeah. Also, it allowed these other people to come over. Like, oh damn, he fine. Where he from? He from ancient Kush, or he from the kingdom of Kush. I ain't never seen him before. You know, so it allowed, like, two different cultures to, like, intermingle. The men and the women, they were coming over. And they was like, yeah. They was like, man, we got hella females over here. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. I'm not going to hold you. It was like, it was beautiful. They weren't no, they weren't having no war against each other. The main thing between both kingdoms is that people would get hurt if they found if somebody found out that the kids got into it they would blame them and they would get hurt or killed and then the guys on top of that they felt like the guys were gonna punish you they didn't waste no time asking they knew like a witness seen it that you gave this kid some butt you're gonna get killed you're gonna get offed fast they wasn't gonna argue about their acts or hold a damn judgment or no court or nothing it's just like no that's not okay yeah if they seen a sign that a kid had it it was a problem facts i see even the high priest and high priestesses they would do it in ceremonial ways they would smoke and like kind of how i taught you guys a long time ago how i turned my smoking sessions into like ceremonial smokes and i would like tap in with the guys like there's times i just smoke and i just want to chill and relax watch a movie eat some snacks then there's times in today's time where it's like i actually do it and then like tap into the cards or tap in the spirit and be like hmm you know i wonder if i smoke and get on a higher plane of existence and then see what else i can find out so some of these episodes i'll be high as fuck and i'll tell you when i'm high you know what i'm saying like you can kind of tell the way i talk to it. i might slur a little bit more but i'll be high as fuck and i'll be breaking some shit down to y'all because it's like um i ceremonial smoked you know what i'm saying so yeah they used to do that too they're like, hmm. They leave it to the gods for offerings and shit. They like, I wonder if Thoth want this shit. If you be like, I wonder if Ra want this. Segment, you need this? Yeah, they was like giving it to the gods and shit. They was like chilling. There was a lot of trade back and forth between Egypt and the ancient kingdom of Kush. They was making big money off this plant. Mm-hmm. They would be like, hey man, we'll trade you blue lotus and we'll give you some weapons. Because it's like... In this Middle Kingdom, Egypt, they had a lot of weapons, had a lot of warfare tactics and stuff. They could fight, but nobody really wants to beef with them. But it's like the ancient kingdom of Kush, they could have more, like, on their side, wherever they're at, more people was beefing with them. So they was like, bro, we know y'all need weapons. We know you need soldiers. So some of their soldiers, they was like, look, we got hella soldiers, and we just sitting around with no war. Like, we'll supply you with the weapons, the soldiers, and blue loaders for this plant. It was like all that for this plant, for this bud. Because they needed to start growing a plenty of it. So they're like, that's fair. And then if they would come back from war, and it's like they moved over there to go to war to help them. And they came back, and they had any type of PTSD, they would just heal them with this. Easy. Facts. Yeah, it was was a good money maker. They was making big bucks off this. Facts. Yeah, I can't hold you. And they were leaving it to the guys for offerings adding it to their wine or they was like getting crossfaded or something yeah this this was this was like something that was like more 
it's like for Blue Lotus, like I said, back in the 12th dynasty, it was like all they had to survive off of was wine and Blue Lotus. So they had to get high and drunk while they were going through these plagues. As time went on, they were only prescribed it to get through certain issues. This was an all-day, everyday thing. They're like, shit, as long as the kids don't touch it, we could just be around this bitch high. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so they were just feeling it. So I'm not going to hold you. They were like cross-faded back in these days. This is funny to me. I didn't expect to see this. I did not expect to see this. I see that um, around this time, uh, this wife is getting older. This wife that I'm telling you that was cooking and stuff like that, she was getting older. And she, or she like could have passed away or something like that. What is this? Because I know Marette, I think she already passed away. And this is like under the ruling of her son and his wife, the one that was doing culinary art skills. I'm seeing that, um, oh no, 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 they didn't die. I'm tripping. She didn't die. Um, it's almost, I don't know if they call it the coma, but in today's time we call it cush naps or, or cush comas. When you sleep for a long ass time. Yeah, they could have been getting so high that they would sleep for a long-ass time. So, anybody with, like, sleep problems and shit like that, they were noticing that, too. I thought she was dead. I'm like, why is she sleeping like that? No, so they, they used to record and be like, damn, like, she smoked this much or she took this much of this tincture. And she would sleep for, like, four or five days. Yeah, facts. Yeah, they would notice that it was more potent when they put it in food or tinctures or oils than it was smoking it. They'd be like, damn, she put it in the... She put it in the soup this one time, and the, the queen or the somebody stayed asleep for, like, days. They thought she was dead. <laughs> but she had a pulse, so it's like she's not dead. Yeah, that was there's recordings of Kush Comas, bro. I can't make this shit up. This is crazy. They were sad. They're like, oh, my God, is she ever going to wake up again? But, yeah, she woke up, and she was just thirsty. That, bro, I'm like this. <laughs> I can't breathe. This is funny as fuck. Because I'm like, what? They're like, yeah. So a lot of them just stayed to smoking it because they're like, okay. Unless somebody got a real issue or something where they need to heal. So it's like, okay, boom. If they came back from war and they were like really fucked up, like they are missing a limb or they had to perform like stitches or something, they would give them this food with it in it or a tincture because they noticed that like, Something happened with the queen, his wife that was a culinary artist. She was, you know, making soups and shit, and she added it in there, and she stayed asleep for hella. So they were like, we're only going to save that for people that come back from war. And we need them to sleep to get healing, like if we did stitches or something. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like they might have lost a limb or got stabbed or something. It's like, we need them to stay asleep so the shit can heal, not moving around and doing shit. So they made that type of stuff for them to to like kind of go in a cush coma to sleep instead of smoking because it would make you want to keep getting up and eating and stuff so yeah she was like i'm not doing that again <laughs> and then so she didn't put the food she didn't put it in the food for the community or nothing obviously because the kids couldn't have it but i see his wife the cook she did try it in the food for the one time when she was experimenting and that made that she made her sleep for a minute so she's like okay boom if they come back and they come back from war and they're like bloody and we got a you know, stitch them up or whatever, and they got a heel. They gonna take my famous soup type shit and just curve. Yeah, facts. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, this is all. I can't make it up. This is all written down 
in the scrolls, bro. Facts. This is crazy. I'm like, I'm saying it the way I would say it, but nigga, I'm not lying about nothing I'm reading. I ain't, nigga, I don't get paid for the lying of the shit, bro. You feel me? Like, yeah. This was like, they were crossfaded and high. They were like, okay, you got wine? I see they also brought the wine over to the Kush Kingdom because they like, oh, we ain't had this. Yeah, they're like, this is cool. So now they already know what it's like to get high out there, but they ain't never got high and drunk. Mm-hmm. They don't want to tell people this is in the scrolls because it's not a bad thing. It's like wine and weed. It's a good pairing. That's actually my two favorite things. That's all I would do is some wine and some weed. Maybe some champagne or mimosa, but I don't drink hard liquor. They didn't have hard liquor back in these days. Facts. This is crazy. They hid this for us because they knew that there's this one plant can heal so many different things. Yeah, your heart, your mind, your body, a whole bunch of different things. Your skin problems, shit like that. They want you to know how profitable this fucking kingdom of Kush was and this plant that they had. That these people all sat down, this is the same time period, they all sat down together, broke bread together, shared ideas and stuff. They didn't beef. Whoever else was beefing with them, they helped them heal. This helped lovers situations quarrels beef you know like all that kind of shit arguments people would just talk up and be like what was we even arguing for you feel me that's all i got for this episode bro this shit was like entertaining towards the end i'm like this is bud i can't make it up like the whole last half of it was talking about bud and y'all know that's my shit so it just got a little funny but yeah that's all i gotta say so i guess towards the end of this like it's not really a lesson it's just like, I guess the lesson in it is that the government be hiding all the beautiful things that this beautiful plant can do, which I knew that forever. But like I said, I don't know about these other countries, so I'm definitely um, about to add this. So whoever listened to Spotify, go and answer that question for me, bro, because I'm really like inquiring minds want to know. Do y'all got marijuana tinctures? Do y'all got marijuana? You feel me? Do y'all have it at all? I know what um, the WNBA player Brittany Griner, she got arrested for bringing over some um, THC vape pens. How they knew it was THC vape pens and not a regular vape, I don't fucking know. But, like, she got arrested for that, and she might be missing and shit in another country, or Russia or something like that. So I know some places they don't allow it, but it's like, what's the rules out in your place? And, like, if you, if you did have it, like, would you partake for healing purposes, for recreational purposes? I just want to know. I'm going to have that question in the Spotify. Now, if you're listening from, like, Anchor or... I don't know, because you can honestly just Google my podcast, Nola Moon Mystic Dreamers, and, and there's, like, free ones. There's Apple Music. There's Google Podcasts. There's different places you can listen to it on. But I know, in particular, since this is a Spotify-based company, that's where I can have a question. So if you do have Spotify and you are listening, let me know. If you're in the U.S. and you are in a place that don't have this type of shit legalized, um, also let me know how you feel about that shit. I want to see what y'all got to say because this is my shit. But I didn't know that they worked together. I thought these were two different time periods. But there's the same time period. There's just two different places that linked up. It's like, I'm going to leave it off at this. A friend with weed is a friend indeed type shit. <laughs> and all of this is in the scrolls. They just don't want people to know about this. This is crazy. That's all I got. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Peace.